Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Sock. Exchanges it with Taves. Wasn't clean. Big startup ice. Wagner turns on the afterburners. Wagner scores! This is an All the Kingsman post-game podcast. To Foley over the line. Rink wide to Kopitar. 15 seconds. Doubting. Waiting. Shooting. Score! Now, here's your host, Jesse Cohen. With four games remaining, the LA Kings are 4-1-1 in their past six games, including the overtime win against the Chicago Blackhawks Saturday night. Jack Jablonski and Dave Joseph joined me following the game to talk about the future of goaltending in L.A., Jack's frustration with the Kovalchuk situation, and of course, we all heap praise on Austin Wagner. Never miss an episode by subscribing today. Subscription links and recent episodes can be found at lakings.com slash podcast. We are here high above the ice in the Bob Miller Press Box at Staples Center. Joining me tonight, Jack Jablonski. How are you doing tonight, Jack? I'm confused, Jesse. Again? Yeah. I mean, what about the season hasn't confused? What about the season hasn't confused you? Uh... Fair point, but I think uh, I'm finally at the point now. The end, the finish line is in sight. Yeah, I truly, I think it's probably not, probably not true, but I truly <laughs> feel like I don't care about what happens. Well, I mean, I just I'm over, like I'm over the season. Well, I would hope so. Like, well, I'm. We're in thirtieth place out of thirty-one. Teams. I have deep, unsettling emotional. Ties. Yes, or, I shouldn't say I have ties to this team. This team, well, you do. You, is, have t- you have ties to the organization. Yeah. your childhood. So I mean, like for me, this season's done. We're playing out the string. It'd be nice if they lost all the games so that they get the best possible chance for yeah, a draft but do- pick. But I love seeing them beat San Jose. I love seeing them beat Anaheim. I love seeing them beat Chicago. I love watching them shut out Calgary, which I believe was the first time Calgary had been shut out all season. That's good. That's something to be proud of. Yeah, especially with a backup goalie. In. That's right, and a, and a really good backup goalie, who I don't know could be making an argument that he's a tandem starter. Mm. Yeah. Good night, well, digital. <laughs> Shocker, bra. Uh, <laughs> um. Good night, the rest of digital. <laughs> just, just so happy. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, uh, it's late. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well. Where were we? <laughs> you were confused. Well, and yeah, I yeah. was at peace. But where? Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, oh oh oh. Uh, Campbell is a coach. Yeah yeah yeah. Uh, earlier in the season, can you kind of figure out this riddle? Sure. We bring up Cal Peterson. Yes. And everyone was like, "This guy's the future." Absolutely. Okay. But when's the future? Because if <laughs> if Quick is still here and under contract for. I don't know how many more years. At least like three, I think. Ah, uh, yeah. And then right. you've got this Campbell guy mm-hmm. who also quite impressive, and has shown that he can win NHL games on, um, you know, at least a backup, yeah, role. Um, but has shown the ability to potentially, you know, shut out a team like Calgary with not a lot of help in front of him. So, 
who's who's the future? Because both are young, but you can't hold on to everyone forever. So th- this is the <laughs> this is the uh, I I don't want to dip into the OCD joke pool too early, but this is the sort of EA Sports OCD riddle, which is when I'm okay. running my franchise mode. Oh, yeah. and I've got yes, this is how it works in the future, guys. <laughs> no, but I mean you've got. You've got Campbell and you've got Peterson, and yeah. what do you yeah. do, right? Yeah. So, if you're dealing, if you're looking at it purely from a ridiculous fantasy, not real, you know, video game standpoint, you mm-hmm. toss the young kid in, and you say, "Well, now this kid will have as many years possible to yeah. die, right to dominate the play." Yeah, you put him in games, his his rating is going to go up. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, but here's the thing, Jesse. That's I want, not I want the real works. answer. <laughs> yeah. So, so quick is signed. <laughs> the real answer is that quick is signed for four more years. And if there's no okay. market for Jonathan Quick, he's going to start. Then Jonathan Quick is the starter for this team moving forward. Yeah. One um, of, and and if okay, sorry to interrupt. Uh, if that's the case, yeah. one of those guys isn't going to be in this organization in two years. And it's probably Cal Peterson because he's a restricted yeah, free agent at the end of the year. It is unfortunate. However, uh, this is often how I feel about goalies. Um, there's there's a handful of goalies in in my opinion in the league at any given point in time that matter. Maybe maybe as many as eight, if you really want to push it. Um. Okay. By matter, do you define that in the sense of that are like elite goalies that are like pure starters? Or... Yeah. Well, I don't like to use the word elite, but I just mean as far as like like clear number ones that are always going to play sixty games a year. I would say team changers because there's tons okay, of okay, there seems yeah. to go like Carey Price. Yeah, yeah. Put him on any team. And all of us, yeah. and he matters, yeah. right? Uh, who were the three goalies that rotated? Was it is it this offseason or last offseason? Was like Mason, Elliot, and one of the other ones, and they Al- all just Allen. yeah, and they all just took a step to the left, right? And all three <laughs> yeah. of them just went to you know yeah. Mason went to this team, that guy went to that yeah. team, and it doesn't matter, right? Like those teams nope. are <laughs> are just exactly who they were with that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're just hoping to find a Devin Dubnik. Yeah, well. A debate could be had if Dubnik is on is in that group. Yeah, of, I don't think he's. Yeah, uh, he he's kind of a tweener. Yeah. Now Jonathan Quick at his peak, right at his at at mm-hmm. maximum Quick. One of the eight. A hundred percent, no doubt. Um, the argument would be made by the Quick detractors that he was a system goalie, that the team structured its play around his strengths and and was designed to cover up his weaknesses. I don't much care if that's no, true or not. The, the, no, none of that's true. It's just if he can stay healthy. And at this point in his career and and with the level of compete on this team, <laughs> I don't know that he necessarily fits into that category. But if he went to a better team, I, I don't know. Right. Like I'm not I don't. I mean, it all depends on his health. Right. That, that's that's the bottom line. And, and the way he plays. Um puts his health at risk in terms of how long he can last or yeah. how long he can stay at the top of, you know, the, the one of the eight, you know, goaltending category area. Um, but uh, when we get back to this reality thing that we keep talking about, <laughs> yeah, uh, he's on contract for four more years. So yeah. if he's healthy, he's going to play 60 something games a year. If the team is uh, competitive, if the team is trying to make the playoffs, if the team is, uh, you know, contending for the playoffs that's the guy that's going to be in net uh, assuming you know campbell or cal peterson doesn't come to the league and you know kind of just turn into the 
what was it? The Hamburglar? Um, <laughs> Hammond, yeah. In yeah, the Hamburglar yeah, yeah, yeah. where he went like 17 and 2 yeah. one year. And yeah. then he obviously kind of disappeared. But um, assuming, you know, that doesn't happen to one of the goalies that we have in this roster, it's going to be quick's net as long as so that as, contract <clears throat> is still under. And, it, and as long as we are uh, choosing to dwell in reality. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. The reality is Jack Campbell, like Johnny Brodzinski, is not young. That's not to say Jack Campbell doesn't have a career. That's not to say that Jack Campbell can't be an important player here or wherever else he goes. Cal Peterson is 24. and Also not the youngest. Correct. But that's when Jonathan Quick, roughly when Quick yes. broke into the league, 24. And I, I kind of look at goalies like relief pitchers. Like they, They're just, they peak at different times. They get hot at different times. Uh, for instance, for your baseball people, Andrew Miller, he mm-hmm. was on the Yankees. Unbelievable. Goes to Cleveland. Best minor, uh, best relief pitcher in the game. Gets injured. Not the same ever again. It's kind of like that with goalies a lot of times. Like people hit their strides at different years when they're 24, like quick. Some of them hit their peak when they're 27. Pecorine got good when? Like three years ago? Tim Thomas hit his when he was Yeah, like 30, Tim Thomas won a Stanley Cup at the age of like 37, yeah. and that's when he was good. So the reason I bring up all their ages is just to say, let's just say hypothetically that there is uh, not no trade market for Jonathan Quick, but that the trade market isn't worth, you know, let's say. Pursuing uh, upon action. Right. Yeah. So when Jonathan Bernier was drafted in 2006, I believe, which would, I think, technically make him older than Ber- uh, Quick. He was drafted as the savior goalie of the franchise, and everybody just assumed Jonathan Bernier were in this Release rebuilding pitcher. phase. Exactly. We've got Kopitar, we've got Brown. Because they, hadn't, they hadn't gotten Dowdy yet, but they had Patrick O'Sullivan, I think, at that point. Lombardi take. I mean, that was like one of the first big draft picks that Lombardi made, was to take Jonathan Bernier, and was like, yeah. okay, boom, That's got a guy. goalie. We're great. And then... I don't want to say quick came out of nowhere because it's not 100% accurate, but it was before smartphones and before, <laughs> you know, every before Hockey DB and Hockey Reference <laughs> let you track everybody. Yeah. So everybody was like, all right, who's this quick kid? I mean, I remember specifically, uh, I thought Danny Taylor, who was also a Kings goalie prospect at the time, he and quick, I think were in Reading at the time or maybe Manchester together. But if you looked at their numbers, right, if you didn't watch them play, which, of course, one ought to do, mm-hmm. but, but if you just looked at their numbers, <laughs> I think... For an early stretch, they were identical, and there was a season where the Kings played something like eight goalies. Uh, I think Quick played three games or something, and Taylor might have played one. And I remember mm-hmm. being vocally on the Danny Taylor team. Um, I was also one of those people who thought Patrick O'Sullivan was better than Andre Kopitar, further proving I don't know what the heck I'm talking about. But anyway, the point <laughs> is... keep listening. <laughs> the point is Quick came in, played three games, and everybody went like, oh, okay. Right. And the next year he played 43, and that was it. That was Jonathan Quick. Yeah. So we've got Peter. The reason I bring this all up is to say Peterson's here. He's in the organization. Everybody sort of assumes the the rhetoric is they're going to hand the net over to Peterson. But if they're rebuilding for the next couple of years, if the team struggles, good night, Deportes. (laughs) Good night to everybody tonight. Um, (laughs) I wouldn't be shocked if Matt Villalta comes out of nowhere three years down the road when he's 22 or 23 right and everybody because that's Can your question just, is when is the future and the answer is the future is for like there's always well the, the future always the future the question is what are we doing today and the answer today is jonathan quick that yeah. and whether or not the future i guess i i guess i should have asked my question a little bit more clearly when's peterson's day <laughs> no 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 
when who 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 are the goalies on staff uh-huh. when the Kings feel that they're back in contention? And I guess we don't know what that answer is, but I think I guess I'm presuming you're looking like three years from now. Yeah, and, and that's kind of what I was getting at. It's just because that's what it, you you know they're not going to rebuild and be right. in the Western Conference Finals next year. We'd love it, but that's mm-hmm. very unlikely. Two years, optimistic, but still very unlikely. Three years, you know, it, it depends on the, the the aging core. If if they're still, you know, you know, eighty point game, eighty point a season guys. Uh, but on top of that, I, I just I don't know where the goalie situation goes, and only time will tell. But I think that's just something that. We, we don't need to address right now because yeah. we're in a fine situation. But I think there's options. I just – someone's going to get screwed. Yeah, well, I think ultimately that's your answer, right, is that it's a wonderful problem to have. It, yeah, and that's – that's yeah, that's a great way to put it. The strength of the organization in developing these prospects, we, there are guys – right, it's not just Villalta. It's uh, Ingham, and there's another name that's escaping me at the moment. Mm-hmm. But they're, they're out there, and, and there's – Every year there's a draft. <laughs> yeah. a chance to pick up seven more guys. Breaking news. <laughs> uh, and, I mean, Peterson wasn't even a King's draft pick, right? He was a free agent. Yeah. Um, Great so, sign. So, and to your point about them getting screwed, I, like, let's say Jack Campbell's the odd man out, and he mm-hmm. goes to a different team. Jack Campbell is the furthest thing from mistreated by this franchise, right? Like, he was Not a, re- a yep, reclamation yep, yep. project brought in and, and essentially handed a, a, a career, which is exactly what happened to uh, the gentleman out in Arizona. Uh, whose name is uh, escaping me at the moment? The Kings' backup goalie last year that oh. they traded for Reader. Darcy Kemper. Thank you, Darcy Kemper. Excellent. Um, but I mean, you know, there's we've tread this ground before. There's tons of goalies that come in here as you know, Peter Budai. No, <laughs> uh, I mean they they they're so, legitimately yeah. the equivalent to backup goalies or one A goalie or one B goalies. They're relief pitchers. Yeah. They, like they just float around from team to team and they, they have careers. It's just but the Kings are real good at. Mm-hmm. at Buffing them up, polishing them, <laughs> yeah. polishing Polish them up, up real nice, and then sending them yeah, off. Yeah, that's right. Giving, letting them sign one more contract that they probably wouldn't have had otherwise. Yeah. Um, Just get I, the confusion. Yeah. I thought you were going to refer to uh, is the Ilya Kovalchuk situation. Oh, that's, that, yeah. That's ooh, I don't. Yeah. I don't want to dwell too long on it yeah, because no, that, we that's, all. That's one everybody that, yeah. knows it, but but it has reared its head. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky. In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In the last week... Which I find kind of fascinating because at this point for me, and I'll get this thought out quickly and then let you have your piece because I know you've got I know you've got <laughs> thoughts. Um, but for me, just referring back to what I said in the opening, which is you know we're down, it's coming down to the stretch, the finish lines in sight. So I don't care. Like I hate to be blunt <laughs> about it, but like they're winning games, their games are fun. If some of the vets aren't in the lineup for whatever reason, I'm not too stressed about it. Um, but for some reason he didn't go on the, on the trip, at least Dillman of the athletic wrote a piece where he and Blake took co-ownership of the decision, um, 
But like I said, I, I it doesn't. I was never a huge fan of the signing in the first place. I didn't mm-hmm. have a problem with it. I just thought it was sort of oversold as being a, a guaranteed home run. And, yeah. and my attitude was sort of like, well, we'll see. Um, but you, you have concerns. Yeah. Well, this is a perfect time for Dave Joseph to, oh. to jump in here as well, um, because this Kovalchuk situation has got me. It, it makes me mad. But yeah, at no, the same it time, does. It really does. <laughs> it's it, one of the few things I've seen really rattle you. Yeah, it, it makes me mad, but at the same time, it's just so confusing on how it's gone from the start of the season to the coaching change to where we are now. It, it just doesn't make sense, and it really grinds my gears uh, because we've gotten to the point where Ilya Kovacek, he might be in Russia right now. I, I haven't <laughs> seen him. Like, How many games has he played in he the last? He is here. He's he is here. here. You have seen him. Yes. Okay. So he that's... Thank you. Um, <laughs> Somewhere in the Southland. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's just, how have we gotten to the point where we bring him in as, you know, quote unquote, you know, a, a power play specialist, a guy who's going to be, you know, a big part of, of the future of the Kings scoring goals. A proven NHL goal scorer. Yeah. Point per game guy over 700 something games. Mm-hmm. And we basically just shun him from the power play 10, 15 games into the season. Put him on the second power play, the fourth line, and we we've gotten to the point where now we're at game seventy seven. He's played sixty games. He's played so he's been scratched, and, and he was injured he was for ba- a yeah, while. Yeah, yeah. For he was banged up for five or so yeah, games, something like that. And he's been scratched for ten to twelve games. But why? Like, there's no reason he should be scratched. And and I get that we're you know like scratched a guy you know Dion Phaneuf or you know a vet here a vet there, but this is a guy we're paying six point two million dollars to be on the power play to score goals to be a top two line player, and I I just you know, and correct me if I'm wrong I don't know if he ever really got a shot. Well, that's the question, and that, that's what we've been talking about. Let's ask Dave the question you asked me pregame about how legitimate a chance was he given? How legitimate a chance was he given in the Kings organization, given the amount of time on ice, the the role he was given, who he played with, and what was the last uh, factor I gave? Uh, uh, did you say on ice uh, line mates? Yeah, uh, on that kind of that that trio, that that quad, whatever. You, yeah. I don't know what trio to four is um quite a quartet quartet uh but i just i really don't think he was ever given a shot i i just i, I don't understand like i get the signing if you've got plans for him and it just didn't work out but i feel like they were just like eh nah like oh well well keep in mind he was a point of game guy under john stevens when john stevens was the coach of this team he was he was a point of game player he was a, and on top of that he was looked like the only one who tried right so he put in the effort every night so what happened well, the coaching change happened, and I, yes. and I think, talking to the people that I talked to, to coin a phrase, he's he's a, a round peg in a square hole, or a square peg in a round hole, depending on how you want to look at it. Mm-hmm. I always had trouble he, with he, the triangle. Right. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't pound him in no matter how hard I tried. But he, he, he just doesn't fit with what this coaching staff is trying to do with this team. Okay. So, so he, from what I understand, he is... The nicest guy in that room. Players love yep. him. Players love him. He he cares passionately about the trainers winning. Trainers love him. Cares passionately about winning. The equipment staff loves him. Yep. Couldn't be a better guy to be around with in that locker room. Good. Uh, works hard in the gym. Buses hump in the gym. Before practice, after practice, 
as I understand it, when I, I came in Monday morning and I saw him skating on the ice with Craig Johnson, I said, what, what is happening here? He's not on the road trip. Like, what, what, I didn't get it. I didn't understand. Exactly my point. And, and from, what I, from what I take away from it, he worked out before he skated. Then he skated extremely hard. And then he went and worked out afterward. Every day of the week. What does that tell you about the guy? He wants to play. Yeah, it's not like he wants to play. He's, he's not did, checked he's out. He's not meshing with this coaching staff. But the, okay, then here's my next question. Mm-hmm. We all presume, and I think it's quite unanimous, that this coaching staff, or at least the head of it, is not going to be here. And to my knowledge, Ilya Kovalchuk has two more years left on his contract. He's going to be here, unless we unless we move him. So the whole round in a square, you know, a round peg in a square hole... Or that that probably yeah, you could still fit that in saying. technically, but um, <laughs> well, it depends on how big the But with that whole analogy, you make Wait, round uh, yes whole analogy W H O L analogy <laughs> or whole H O L E analogy. Um, <laughs> All right, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I, I don't know at this point. Um, <laughs> he wasn't he wasn't given under John Stevens. He was given opportunities with the top two lines, depending on who you want to put on those lines. He was yeah. given a chance with Kopitar for a little bit. He was given a chance with Carter for a little bit. Then he got bumped down to the third line. Then he got bumped down to the fourth line. Then he was a scratch under Willie. How far can you go after that? Right. And, well, and now yeah. he's, he's, you know, he doesn't even go on road trips, which yeah. which I'm not blaming the player in this situation. I'm not yeah. putting the blame on anybody in this situation. It is what it is. Uh, I think moving forward after this season, he'll fit on this team and he'll play top six minutes he he, yeah he better i mean that's the and thing. he'll probably be a point a game guy under and, under the next regime and that's, that would be my that's my great. guess at this point from what i'm hearing yeah. from everyone that i talked to because that's exactly what i'm getting at is he he did nothing and he, he did, did nothing nothing wrong he, he did nothing right. wrong yeah right. sorry he did nothing wrong and 70 games later he's not in the lineup and not on road trips so uh, that's just what I don't understand. It's things went wrong in the season. We all know that there was a coaching change. Then the, the coaching change made things worse. And then, you know, everything, no one performed and, and this and that. Like you can go down the list of, you. you know, 15 things that should have that we assumed were going to go one way that didn't. And I think the Kovalchuk situation is I, I personally I don't think that the uh, um, I don't think that the Kovalchuk thing hasn't worked out. I think that the Kings haven't let it work out. Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to put that into words that make it a little I'm, bit I'm more gonna clear. Make, I'm going to make it's, one. It's tough because it's t- to jump in and then by all means. Uh, it's tough because we're seeing now youngsters play more of a role on this team. So you take a 35-year-old, 36-year-old yeah. player, yeah, yeah. and where does he fit with 19, 20, 21, 22-year-old players? Yep. That being said, you've also got your Kopitars and your Browns and your Carters who are out there, and Dowdy's playing all these minutes. Yep. Why doesn't he fit into that? That's the question everyone is asking, right? So yeah, so and the, that's the question I'm asking too. I don't really understand that. He just doesn't seem to fit into this coaching regime right now. But I think moving forward, that will change. And the only tweak I'll make to Jack's point is when when you say he's done nothing wrong, what I think you're you mean well, I don't mean to say what you mean to say, but I think a different way of saying it would be to say he hasn't done he hasn't uh maligned anybody he hasn't been nope. a, he hasn't been a bum nope you know he's a, 
seemingly done what has been asked of him. And yeah. then some. So, so then the yeah. question becomes whether or not you want to use the word right or wrong. He has done something to inspire this mm-hmm. treatment of him. Now, we have no idea what it is. He might not even know what it is. So the question for me is not, uh, you know, why? Ha- <laughs> what? 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 What about Ilya Kovalchuk? The question is, how has this been allowed to happen? And what I was saying earlier, just before you joined us, Dave, is I don't much care anymore. Uh, we're at the, <laughs> we're at the finish line. The season's right. over. Right. He's not playing. I don't anticipate him playing for the rest of the season. If he does, fine. Whatever. If he doesn't, I think he'll play. If he dies, the the he season. dies. You know, I mean, like <laughs> that's a little harsh. Isn't it Rocky Four? As, as long as we're talking <laughs> yes, Russian. Yeah. Um, no, but I mean, just like I, I just I don't. If he dies, you know, like they're going to get whatever pick they're going to get, and we're going to have to eat it and like it, and and so moving on, we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm fascinated by the fact, to Jack's point that this is the guy that the organization brought in and then sold to the fans as some sort of savior. Like, or, well, a th- patch maybe more than a savior, but yeah, like, there yeah. was a hole on the yeah. team and this was the guy that was going to Well, the thought was it. he can give us right. another 20 to 25 goals, yeah. right? And, and yeah. who wouldn't think that when so, you're getting so a proven goal scorer? So here's my yes. question. He was not, just completely misused. But my question is not about the player, not about the coaching staff, but would be, and and I have raised this point on Twitter and have been correctly called out for not taking my own opportunity to ask it myself, which maybe I will. But the question then is, if you're the front office and you've acquired this asset and you've pitched this asset to your customers as of having a certain value and you've pressed your like part of what went wrong with the season was that they had zero flexibility, zero cap space because of this acquisition. If the acquisition is, in fact, a, a round peg in a square hole, why wasn't like, why did you miss that if you're the front office? Like, how did you miss that this guy doesn't fit in if he doesn't? If he does, and it really is just the coaching staff, then we get to the second point, which is, and this is the analogy I gave Jack before the game, and I'll give it to you now, Dave. When I was about 22, I apologize in advance for one of my dumb stories, uh, <laughs> I was the assistant manager of a store, and the manager got fired. And I was then not promoted to store manager, but named interim store manager. Congratulations, Thank Jesse. you, at the ripe old age of 22. Sure. <laughs> while they went out and, Big looked, shoes to fill. and looked for a for a proper store manager who wasn't a 22-year-old who thought he knew everything. And how'd that make you feel? Not great. Right. But I did everything I had to do. But the important part of the story is this. I wasn't allowed to just fire people or change the schedule or decide this product yeah. is going on sale. Like, I wasn't allowed to just operate, pardon the pun, willy-nilly with the company's assets because I had been given an interim managerial position. Right. The store needed a custodian while they hunted for the next manager, and I was the fresh available body to willing to do the job. So why has Willie been allowed to operate seemingly willy-nilly? Because I hear from the assembled media that the answer to all of these questions is well the coach is the coach the gm's the gm ne'er the twain shall mix rob blake's letting him do what he's going to do and my only response to that is yeah that's not an answer like that's that's the simple answer that offends nobody and you give to people because you want them to stop talking about it and go away but it's not actually an answer because it's not true well, my answer to that would be, I don't know the answer. Right. I, I'm not in any position well, to think, ask those questions. I don't questions. think any of us will yeah. do or will know the answer. Uh, right. My guess, my my theory on this whole thing is, come next year, uh, 
number 17 will be in a Kings uniform. Yeah, and the coach will like him. My, my guess is that <laughs> they won't move him over the summer. I, I don't mm. think they're looking to move him yeah. unless there's some super deal to be had out there that, that nets you, you know, draft picks or, or young players to come into the lineup right yeah. away. So my guess would be he would be here for the summer. He's probably going to work his tail off over the summer like he always does. He's going to come back in great shape. And it's going to be kind of a reboot on him for next year with a fresh set of eyes looking at him or several sets of eyes on the coaching staff to say, what do we have in this player and does he fit? And I think he will fit. I think with the players you have on this roster, he's a top six guy and can't be anything but a top six guy. And he should be a power play guy as well. Do you disagree with that? I don't care. You don't care? <laughs> yeah. No, I no. think if he, play, if he no, plays a full season, I'm, I, he, he's, he's going to score 30 goals. Yes. He's a thir- it, he's he's a minimum 25-goal guy. Yeah. Could he score 30? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. With the yeah. way he plays, with that shot that he has, he's a 30-goal guy in this yeah. league still at his age. Yeah. That's my that's my read on the guy from what we saw from the limited time that we've seen him play this year, which it really is limited time. He could be a 30-goal guy still in this league if he gets mm-hmm. the minutes, if he's playing with the right players. No, and that's exactly your point, and I completely agree. I think you nailed it. And this, I guess the way we got here um, talking about this before the podcast started was the power play. And Jesse brought up that uh, and one of the things that we're going to talk about later in the podcast is the power play itself right now and how it's shaping out, literally. And Jesse was talking about how currently the Kings are in a 1-3-1. And usually you look at the Kings as an umbrella. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. They've been like that for quite a few years now. And my response was, this looks good. It looks great. We're not producing, but they're creating opportunities. They're creating space. But I don't think it works with Ilya Kovalchuk in the lineup on a 1-3-1. I don't think he's a great, a good enough puck mover in a 1-3-1 to be able to create opportunities for other people. And Jesse's response is, well, like, well, Ilya Kovalchuk's not out there. And my, my follow to that is... <laughs> Yeah, but Ilya, Chuk, Koval, Ilya Kovalchuk needs to be out there on the power play. Yes, he does. And, and that's where Ilya Kovalchuk makes his money. I'm pretty sure Alexander Ovechkin just scored 50 and 51 goals today. I don't know how many came on the power play, but I'm guessing A fair amount, probably I'm around sure. half. Uh, uh, I'd say yeah, at least 20. Let's find out. Would he have yeah. 20 power play goals? Yeah, Jesse. Can... I, 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 wouldn't, I don't think I'd be that off by saying no, 20. Yeah, no, I think you're near the the right number uh, but my that's point just is, a guess yeah and but my point is is with the king's power play Ilya Kovalchuk needs to be out there and and I, I'm to the point where I don't care who else is out there but it needs to work and and that doesn't mean well oh well Drew Doughty needs to be here and and Kovacar needs to be here and but then also he needs you know then Ilya Kovalchuk needs to be on this side well yes so you need to make it work you need to understand you know where people's assets are and, and how they can benefit the team. Well, to my knowledge, Ilya Kovalchuk has a good shot. Do you agree? I totally agree. Yeah. So he One needs of the best to be in the league. Yes. And he needs to be able to use that shot. And this year, I don't recall very many opportunities at all where things were set up for him to succeed on the power play. Early in the season. Yes. They were putting him on the dot. Yep. And, but, for the one timer. And they even, couldn't get him the puck. But, it, but that's the problem. Right. That's exactly it. Right. 
going into the game tonight, Ovechkin had 17 power play goals out of 49. So he had, so about he had 20. Yeah, he had yeah. one power play goal tonight. Right, so um, there you go. There, there you go. Uh, so just about half. But that's score. exactly it. Is is the power play needs to be set up for them to succeed. Ilya Kovalchuk, he was on the dot, but he wasn't getting the puck when he was supposed to shoot. He was just getting the puck to, to move it around, to move the D. And that's exactly where Jesse and I were going at earlier before the podcast was. Is just the point of, well, they've got to figure it out because that's where he's going to succeed. And he's going to score, you know, 20, 25 goals next year, 25, 30, whatever that may be. Um, but a portion that has to come on the power play. And if he's put in the right position to succeed, he will easily do that. Well, Kopi's got 21, 21 goals this year. And Brownie's got 21 goals this year, whatever it is, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. If Kovalchuk is playing with any of those guys, if he's playing with Kopitar and Brown, if he's playing with uh, with Carter, does he not have 20 goals? I mean, you think a guy with that talent is going to have somewhere I mean, he's got, what, around that number. 14? Right. Something I mean, like that. So, and he hasn't played for how many games? Yeah, my only... My, well, and, my, my, and, and half the year he's played on, what, third line with right. like a Leipzig or a Kempe. My, my only pushback is this. Let's say he had 20 goals this year. And let's say he had played... 68 games instead yep. of 60. Yep. Um, I said this about Kopitar last year when people talked about uh, regression off of last year's All-Star, uh, or not All-Star, but a Hart Trophy yeah. candidate season. And they said, you know, well, his shooting percentage is way higher than his career you know, average, and it's going to come down, and the points will come down, and then he'll just be, he'll be exposed. It's just another blah, blah, blah. And I said repeatedly, I, I don't care. Right. The only number I care about is wins. So I don't disagree with anything you guys are saying necessarily about Kovalchuk. My only response is, let's say he had 30 goals this year and they're still in 30th place. Well, okay, then we move on to the other 657 problems that are plaguing this team this year. And 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 we're not concerned about where our, you know, one LW plays. Um, So next year, I mean, the the direct shift into this part of the conversation dave was we were talking about goaltending and jack's question was when does when is cal peterson's day in the sun and and or rather who will the goalie be when the team finally returns to contention and my answer as of course with all of our questions is well we don't know we'll have to wait and see right but the point is if it takes two or three years for the team to be in contention well then whether or not Ilya kovalchuk fits on the power play is sort of irrelevant because he's here for two more years if the team's as bad next year as they were this year, presumably you buy them out the following season because what's the point of running it back again? And, you know, so that's why it was when I sort of jokingly say, I don't, I don't care. It's not that I don't care. It's just that next year, the list of things that need to be solved heading okay. into next season, yes. to me, Kovalchuk's maybe like fifth on the depth. Okay. Line. Yes. But my point to your, well, what if he had 25, 30 yeah. goals this year? If he had 25, 30 goals this year, we're not where we are in the standings. But but no, he not sure but he true. would have had 25 or 30 goals if he, had he played. Yeah, maybe. yeah, but he didn't play. And that's it's not to say that he's the reason we're in the 30th place out of 31 in the NHL. But I think that there are less questions with the forward situation if he has 30 goals. He doesn't have 30 goals that are unassisted. He's got people that all of a sudden right. there's some chemistry or all of a sudden... Yeah, you know maybe Johnny Brodzinski somehow found himself being the guy that f- found a connection with Ilya Kovalchuk, whoever it may be. Insert X Y Z name. So I think that's where 
we have just completely lost a year of what are we going to do? Because, again, that's yep. something we have to figure out going into next year. If he plays on the second line like he should have, whether, you know, if the Kobel, uh, if the, <sighs> let's be honest, this, take a time out here. I'm going to With the Kopitar <laughs> and Kovalchuk situation, like, could we have gotten a guy with like less close name to Kopitar? I'm gonna I'm gonna leap in real quick. I don't have a lot of strengths in life, but I think like one of them is is uh, condensing language down to its to its yeah. core. I can ramble, but I can also be succinct. Allowing an interim head coach to alienate and confuse a valuable acquisition and <laughs> and waste a third of his contract here is poor asset management. Horrible. And that's it. And so every question that comes out of it stems back to that one sentence, which is, <laughs> "Why are you letting the interim okay. guy mess with so your star?" So let me let me say that. Let me let me play devil's advocate. Here. Yeah. And maybe it's not even devil's advocate, but but do you think maybe? And I'm just guessing. I don't know. Do you think maybe there's a, a conversation that's been had between number seventeen and and the the brass, the higher ups with the Kings that said, "Hey, just get through it this year." I hope so. And next year we'll we'll reassess. I hope next year clean slate. And I hope there's we've got a new daily coach. and weekly conversations. And don't that worry we about never it. Find out about do your do your thing like you normally would. Work out like you normally would. Okay, you're not going on the road trip to Canada. We understand. And next year we'll reassess and reboot and come in fresh. And you'll have a new coach and all this will be water under the bridge and you can go play hockey. I sure hope. That's so. what I'm. That's what I'm hoping for. Again, I, would, I don't know, but that's what I'm hoping for. I I would hope so because I think it would also be very concerning if. Whether or not we understand or he understands how he got to this situation, mm-hmm. that's for another day. But if he has no idea or hasn't talked to or hasn't been in communication with management or upper management to the point of, you know, let's move on. Let's just understand that this didn't work out. But next year, we're going to fix this. It's going to work. I think it's concerning if that ha- that conversation has not. Come well, if, if you have a, a guy who you're playing, you're paying. million a year or two. Don't you want to keep said player happy? I would hope so. In some respects and say, hey, it didn't work this year, but we got two more years left here. So let's just reboot. It's it's also not your average 6.2. The the guy came back from the KHL after five years. From everything I've heard, loves it here. Loves it. Family loves it here. He wants to stay here. He doesn't want to go anywhere else. Yeah. Although to be fair. He's never won a Stanley Cup. To be fair, I'm a little tired of hearing how much his family loves it here like okay time I, out i just time don't, i just but don't. his family could be saying we hate it here no, no, we want I know, out I know. and make a it trade now chris pronger edmondson out. situation right. I get, get me out of here we hate it here. but i'm just saying like hold on you're selling me hold on let me just finish this thought and then, you can rip, <laughs> and then you can rip me to shreds you're selling me on a player acquisition that hasn't worked out and part of the pitch for why it's going to work the next two years is because his kids like disneyland like I'm, that's great. I'm thrilled that the, that the multimillionaires' <laughs> children <laughs> yeah. enjoy their trips to Disneyland. That's fantastic. It doesn't actually make me think that anything's going to change next season. Go ahead. Tell me I'm wrong. Have you been to Russia? <laughs> well, fair point. No, I have not. And never will. Beverly Hills or Russia. Um, no, absolutely. And I get it. Like, here's the thing. He's He's got everything he needs back home in Russia. He's, he's glorified there. He's done everything but win a gold medal. He's a point-per-game player in the NHL. He came to the NHL, comes to Los Angeles. It hasn't worked out at all. Clear. And I think it's great that, you know, as Dave has said, that he's working out, skating, working out, showing that not only is he not, you know, giving in or not showing the frustration from a sense of the work ethic or, or planning for the future. 
Um, but again, like it's it's not even it's not on him. That like I I can't I, I I'm sorry to keep going back to this, but <laughs> it, it's 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 nothing to his fault of. And I, I I take it back. It's not nothing, but at the same time, like the organization essentially has led him into this situation where not only is it to the organization to like let this thing get back to where we want it to go, uh, but it's again we we just wasted six point two five million dollars this year. Well, I think the bigger question is, what do we do with Kyle Clifford on the power play if Kovalchuk comes back? <laughs> That's a great question. Uh, honestly, are we not, right? Are yeah. we not happy with Kyle Clifford on the power play? So hell yeah, we are. I, I mean, love, I love everything. Are about you the kidding new power me? Play. The good news are you is, kidding me? the good news is, is they don't play the same position on the power play. I, well, right. <laughs> I, I saw at one point they they went to the umbrella tonight on the first power play, and Jeff Carter and Kyle Clifford were standing right outside of Corey Crawford, like yes. right next to each other, and I'm thinking. Well, what have we seen this before? Well, this is yes. this is fantastic. So funny you should mention that because it was that power play that I turned yep. to Jack and I was like, oh, oh, it's one th- through one. But then, of course, Carter drifted out of position. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, do you saw them both in front, like, though? Jesse, yeah, yeah. it's an umbrella I'm like, we got now. a double yeah. screen in front. What's happening <laughs> but, but here? Carter They're playing the umbrella. Carter did eventually drift back. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't – I was telling Jack, I really wish that I had actually noticed when the shift happened because my noticing it happened – I don't know, maybe a week ago, and I don't. I I tweeted at Jim Fox during one of the games. He tweeted back, "Yes, it's been recent. Yes, it's new personnel." Because I kept asking, and some of the responses I got back were, "No, they've been doing this all season." I was like, "I'm pretty sure yeah, they I have haven't. not yeah, been right. doing this all yeah. season." Yeah. So I don't remember when it happened, but as I was saying to Jack, they they may not necessarily always execute it properly. And you know, look, it's a thirty place team. We all know the weaknesses, but when they're running the power play these days, there are men that uh, are open that that. Could be available for a pass should the puck carrier Whoa. choose to pass it to them. They don't always. That's fine. Yeah. But they're wide open, right? I've and, noticed and that. And available yeah. for the I've, pass. i noticed that. The puck moves. And the other team doesn't appear to always know what's about to happen next. And and so it's and neither do the Kings and it's but it's no. fun to, but at least it's fun to watch which for me at this point in the season is really all it's something I'm interested. yeah it's, it's something all I'm interested in yes you get a power play am I going to get to see scoring chances and two minutes where the Kings actually maintain puck position in their own zone and they have been so it's fun I like it and listen I am not I don't say this to defend the coaching staff I say it merely to be a, to be clear to be a prick. Um, Everybody who thinks that the coaching staff are feckless morons who don't understand a thing about hockey or what they're doing, I submit to you, maybe they understand a little bit. Maybe. Well, they're not they're... <laughs> they're not winning any coaching <laughs> trophies, I'll you grant think? you, but you don't think? but it's not like we just dragged some guy off of the And how the about Doughty tonight with the with the rocket to win it? Yeah. Game winner. You know, and on, I got to say on 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 the power play. On the power play. I got to say, you know, I got to take a little bit of credit for that power play goal because <laughs> if I didn't get this crowd into the game with 30 seconds <laughs> left in overtime, like, you know, who was going to do it? You know what I mean? So I think I deserve a pat on the back for pumping up Staples Center tonight. And, and maybe you should have gotten that second star instead third of assist. Patrick Kane. That's right. Third assist on that goal, maybe? Sure, why not? Yeah. yeah. Jack, do you remember what I suggested <laughs> they do uh, right after the power play You guys started? aren't buying that, huh? Oh, well. <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't tell if you heard me or not. I thought I they should pull the goalie. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, and look, for those who are not aware, if you pull the goalie in overtime and you get scored on, you, you lose you don't, the point. You don't get your point. You lose the point. But my thought process was, <laughs> wait, wait, at this point, what actually? Yeah, yeah, you don't get the point. Yeah, they take the point away, so you get a zero. Yep. Yes, correct. If you pull the goalie in overtime, and the other team scores, but what if it has to be during overtime? Yeah. What if it's a, a delayed penalty, and you accidentally score yourself? Ah, uh, that's a really good question. Great question. 
<laughs> we should look into that. <laughs> I, I presume, would presumably, think... no, because no, it would be yes. You'd still Cause, you, cause you don't your have to pull the goalie, right? You pull if you pull your goalie, no, you, you don't put the puck to. in your own net. Yeah, it's still a goal for the other team. That's Honestly, true. you don't you pull your goalie. The goalie's point. off. <laughs> That's true. That's, you don't deserve yeah, it. Yeah, more point. to the point, you don't deserve it. But I, but I just thought, it's look, at game seven, fact. what's there to lose? Yeah, it's game seventy-seven. Give the fans make the it win. a five on three. Turn- yeah, we don't want to win. The, we don't want to win the game anyway. <laughs> turns out, turns out, see that. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I hadn't thought oh. about it, but that's right. Ottawa won. That's Ottawa a way to take won. away that well, pesky right. Exactly. <laughs> um, we could creep that much yeah, closer yeah. to Ottawa in the standings. But, uh, but the uh. Kings won. And, and look, we spent a lot of time dancing around the Koval truck tree, so we're going to get away from that. We'll talk about people that were on the ice. Austin Wagner. Uh, Whoa, rocket fuel. So, What so, is he eating and drinking before so, the game? Okay. That's what I want to know. How, uh, who had the least amount of ice time in the Kings game today? Uh, I haven't seen the final numbers. You want me to guess? Is yeah. that what mm-hmm. uh, Austin Wagner. Yep. Austin Wagner. <laughs> Correct. I don't get it. And Who, uh, who had the third or second? Third. Third least amount of ice Amadio. time. Amadio. Yep. Yeah. Dave knows how this game's played. Yeah. It's well, I mean, yeah. I could see they weren't on the ice very much. Yeah, but but, but when they but, were out there, but Amadio scored, Wagner scored, yeah, and Wagner had a couple of chances tonight. Imagine if he actually got to play. Imagine fifteen minutes a night, oh, thirteen exactly. to fifteen he's, minutes a night. He's two goals back or one goal now. Uh, what was it? Was his goal tonight? Was the twelfth? I think it was. And yeah, what to fully is fourteen. Right, play, I mean, he's played twenty more games, and you? he's played twenty more games. And yeah. you have to assume he's played, like, what, five minutes at least on average less? Well, yeah, and you know what? There was one play tonight, and I think it was Grunstrom coming down the right wing, and it was a two-on-one, and Toffoli was on the left side, and Grunstrom passed the puck to Toffoli, and Toffoli couldn't handle it and couldn't, I don't know if he got a shot or not. Yeah, that was weird. But but I remember that. I was thinking, the whole time I'm saying on the headset, really bad. I'm saying, <laughs> shoot the puck, shoot the puck, shoot, because... Huh. Grundstrom has showed he shown he has a knack for scoring goals and yeah. has a really nice shot and goes to those areas. And he decided he elected to pass the puck to Tyler Toffoli. And I thought, why? Next year he doesn't do that. Why? That's just right. deferring to a veteran. Right. And yeah. I, get, I totally get that. Yeah. And, and you want to put the puck on Toffoli's stick and hopefully he converts it. And then you say, okay, no big deal. But I think, right, if, if it's next year, Jesse, I think Grunstrom takes that shot 10 out of 10 times. Yeah. Because right. he, he, he had Crawford beat, and Crawford was cheating to the far side to play the, the pass to Toffoli. And I, I forget if Toffoli couldn't handle it or, or miss the net or whatever it was, but I thought, man, shoot the puck. You got to shoot that puck. And he, and he didn't. Mm-hmm. But Austin Wagner, this is going into tonight, tonight's game. So what, what did we say he played? Seven minutes? Is that what yeah, it was? Seven, seven minutes seven and like twenty seconds. seconds. You should be playing double. So, uh, yeah, <clears throat> that's what that's what we've like. Right, but it's like Austin, Austin, Austin Wagner games, right? has played five hundred and twelve minutes this season. Okay, uh, Ilya, not a whole lot. Ilya Kovalchuk has played nine hundred and eighty-five minutes this season. So wait, wait, five hundred and nine. Okay, so we're looking at double twice as much. Uh, 
Tyler Toffoli before tonight's oh, game. I think he played, uh, I don't know where the minutes are, but whatever. Probably 15 yeah, to 17 minutes. Before tonight's game, Tyler Toffoli had played 1,337 minutes. That's more yeah. than double the two time. Two and a half. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, and has the same, what, no, two goals more. Two goals more. Than Austin Wagner. And uh, who else do we have not scoring goals this season? <laughs> Take your pick. Yeah, wait, wait. Just close <laughs> your eyes. Roster. Yeah, close yeah. your eyes and throw point. a dart. <laughs> well, that's about. I mean, Derek Forbert's played fifteen, almost sixteen hundred minutes, but well, he, we don't well, look different. Yeah. That's not his game. We don't look yeah. different. But so, so the point <clears throat> I was saying to Jack, uh, I think it was before the second scoring chance was mm-hmm. in the preseason. We all saw Wagner, and the jokes were, yeah. and they weren't even really jokes, but they were just sort of like the typical. Everybody came to the same conclusion at the same time, which was, Jesus, it doesn't even matter who this kid's line mates are. Just throw him out there and let him blow by the other team. And yeah, throw the puck goals. down the ice and yeah, let him chase let after him go. it. Yep. And, and, of course, the response from all of the, you know, as I'm pushing my glasses up my nose, hockey experts were, you know, that's not how it works. You know, the kid doesn't have finish. He needs to round out his game. Oh, really? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. Yeah. I, you had the two best scoring chances looked, tonight looked, and played seven minutes. pretty darn good tonight, <laughs> blowing past the entire play. And I grant you it was the Blackhawks. And I grant you their, their goalie's not winning the Vezina this year either. But... If you're so fast that you blow into the zone and get a shot off before the goalie even's really aware that you're coming, much less in position, right? I'm not sure that you need the softest mitts in the league. Um, and as we said, what twelve goals and just over five hundred minutes games, yeah. played, something like that. So I mean, yeah, I, look, he can score. Yes, he can score goals. Well, he's got a touch. Yeah, speed and he's kills. and he's got some sandpaper. And he's got some sandpaper, and he's got a lot of speed. He's probably the fastest guy on the team. Yeah. Oh, I mean, him and, him and Kempe. Probably. I mean, Kempe is fast too. Yeah, but mm. Kempe doesn't use it the same way. I don't think. Right. He doesn't have that all out and end speed the way Wagner does. I, I can't yeah. believe I'm going to do this, but Uh-oh. he chose. Um, Your head is starting to smoke. He chose uh, "Highway to the Danger Zone" as his goal song. He did. Wagner yes, did. he did. And I, I feel like the difference between him and Kempe is that Wagner's got a need, a need for speed. A need for speed. <laughs> whereas, yeah. You tell him, Goose. Whereas uh, whereas Kempe is, I think, just a little bit more... He's more maverick? Yeah, he's a little bit cooler with it. He's a little bit more of an ice man. <laughs> 80s references here. Yeah. But anyway, uh, it is 80s night. Um, but no, I mean, look, I was really impressed with Wagner, and this is the part of the season where, like I said, I'm, I'm, I have sort of settled into being at peace with the outcomes. And I just want to see, <laughs> I just want to see things that make me excited for next season. What is, speaking of things that made, made you excited, uh, what do we think of 80s night tonight? Uh, yeah. I mean, look, I, yeah, I, you, we get, yeah. Well, I was born in 78. So a, a night where all the music is the music that I heard from the time I was two. To Wasn't it fantastic? Well, was awesome. Might have bring you back, but, it's, but not the vintage has to scoreboard be. going yeah. tonight. Yeah. I mean, we not, have some old, you know. uh, old pictures of guys in the eighties. There are only a couple of guys on this team who were yeah. like born in Few the slim 80s or alive in the I, 80s. So. I saw the picture of you on the jumbo. You like that? I had full mullet going on. That was my Ooh. real hair. Thank you very much. I had the hockey hair back then. Came out I, of my uh, helmet nicely. Beautiful. Little curls on the back. I chose a picture yeah. of me with my two childhood dogs, uh, mainly because I just wanted to remember my dogs. So uh, it's very nice of you. Rest, rest what, in peace, Kaibab. Rest in peace, Jenny. I was going to say, what were they? Jenny. Names? There yeah. you go. Uh, I was, uh, I was like, eighties night was a big success, just yeah, like nineties no, night good. and country yeah, night, all stuff. Big success. My only, my only, t- the tiniest of quibbles, yeah, is on the jumbotron. They showed, uh, they kept showing these images that said my eighties alter ego, yep, and it was like three quarters of the way through the game before I realized that they were photoshopping players faces onto oh you just picked up on that huh it took me a while it would have been nice <laughs> now to be fair i didn't i wasn't here for the start so maybe they did introduce the bit and i was just late to no uh, not really no you just there never kind no, of pick up yeah. on yeah that. well i'm no slow, well, I'm slow like that. unlike austin wagner 
who no, is very fast. Very, very, very fast. fast. Very impressive tonight. Yeah. And Amadio's goal, although oh, it didn't shot. it didn't play out the same way, but it reminded me a bit of Luff's goal against Montreal, where he gets the puck in the high Daily slot. Luff reference. So, yeah, that's right. Finds right has maybe a second, maybe less than a second to square up, see the net, find the open and spot, then zing, right in the yep, right in the open. Yep, space in the net. It was yep. a really nice. No, goal. Matteo had a quick release yeah. tonight, and the cameraman got the perfect angle straight back you know, out, from cameraman. right behind him. Yeah, whoever it was, good job. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, like I said, at this point in the season, all I want is is things that make me feel good about the team next year. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jack Campbell. Yeah, no, look, impressive. Well, we spent twenty minutes opening the show talking about how you know whether or not Peterson or Campbell or Quick is going to be here next year. And, and the reality is I'm really fine either way. Like Any of the three? Yeah. I imagine it'll be Peterson because people keep saying it. But, you know, you know how I feel about things that that everybody is saying is that it almost never works out Wait, that so, way. So you think it's going to be Peterson and Campbell, I guess. So you think and Quick's out? That's, I mean, that's what everybody's saying. But usually when everybody's <laughs> saying something, they're wrong. So I don't know. <laughs> Well, it's. I think it'll, it'll be Cal Peterson's job soon, probably. Right. That's what I was. Referencing. I don't know how soon. Well, that's the thing. But my my the only thing I was saying was that it'll. It, what could happen is what happened with Bernier and Quick, where we spent three years getting all excited about Bernier, and before we knew it, Jonathan Quick was breaking every Takes record over. in the yeah. franchise. Right. So I'm like, I'm looking at Matt Valalta impressing everybody down there in juniors, and I just I got him. I just got him in the. No, I know, I know. But if the team actually isn't very good for another two or three years we could be going like oh peterson or campbell peterson or campbell tearing her hair out going like oh who's gonna be the goalie and then matt volta will just show up one day when he's 23 <laughs> and takes like, the reins yo i'm the goalie <laughs> then, you know i mean that would be not, you know. well i'd like to see that goalie competition for sure yeah can't hurt no can't hurt always good to have good goaltenders in your pipeline. And, and, and i mean good problem to have yes look we talk about jack campbell a lot but i don't think really don't think one can talk too much about you know he's the masterton master. He's the masterton nominee for the Kings. I heard uh, Foxy talking about it before the game. He said, you know, sometimes you get a player who's injured and kind of fights back from it. Sometimes you have a player who, you know, faced adversity, yeah, at some or point whatever. Right. And he said with Campbell, it's just kid comes in and there's not a person in this organization, whether it's the goalie coaches, the training staff, the PR people, the players, anybody you talk to. They cannot wait to volunteer up praise for Jack Campbell. It's not just you say the words Jack Campbell and they go, oh, yeah, good kid. Can I volunteer more praise on but Jack Campbell? Knock yourself out. We did an appearance uh, several months back. It was around Christmas time. Uh, it's called Holiday in the Hangar. It's sponsored by Delta. And they take kids who are uh, from not great backgrounds and they put them on a plane and they taxi the plane into a hangar. And fly them into the sun. And, and they fly them into the North Pole, essentially. <laughs> And the, and the hangar is all dressed up oh, like, like the right, North right, right, Pole right. with Christmas trees and Santa Claus and all the mascots are there. And AC Green is there. Kings alumni are there. The Laker girls are there. This whole thing. And they get to go around and they and they go to different stations. And at each station, they get to play basketball. They get to play hockey, they, whatever. And Jack Campbell was there at this event. And I was there with Jack for the entire event. And he could not have been a nicer person to these kids. He Most guys... I don't want to say most guys. A lot of guys will stand there kind of off to the side, and they won't really get involved with what's going on. Jack jumped right into the into the mix and was starting hockey games with these kids. You come over here. You come over. No, hold your stick like this. Get get down on the ball. Get You know, shoot. Okay, shoot here. Shoot there. He, he was so involved and had the biggest smile on his face, 
And you couldn't tear him away from that place. It was like, okay, Jack, it's time to go. He's like, oh, really? <laughs> like, I can stick around if you want me to stick around. And we're like, no, 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 you can go. He's like, no, I'll stay for a little bit. And just stayed for the entire event. Like, you couldn't pull him out of there. He, it was, it's very rare that you find someone like that. And I hope he doesn't ever lose that. I hope that sticks with him. I don't think you can. I, right. I think it's in your, I yeah. think it's, it's in it's you or it's not. who you are. Right. And yeah. that's who he was. And he could not have been a nicer person. Posing for pictures with everybody. Some of the firefighters who were there came over and said, hey, I met you once at this event. Can you say hi to my daughter on my phone or whatever? And he was recording things on people's phones and stuff. And I'm like, who does this? Yeah. You know, it's Jack rare that Campbell does. Jack Campbell does it. And Boom. he couldn't he could not have been happier about it. Like, it wasn't like, oh, get me out of here. OK, yeah. I got to do it. it was like, yeah, sure. He's the Henry Winkler of the hockey world. <laughs> Like I said, every now and then, yeah. I can condense things down to. <laughs> and he likes to say, "Sit on it, Potsy." That's right. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so we're gonna wrap it up real quick. Uh, Jack, play of the game. Play of the game. Yeah. I'm gonna say Drew Doughty's um, ability to knock the puck down. Yeah. Uh, oh, in overtime yeah. on that clearing play, but yeah, on yeah. the clear, which would have let it down to you know minimal seconds. Yeah. Uh, regroup, get it back in the zone, set up one-timer goal so i think just his ability to knock the puck down on the clearing opportunity i think it's uh much easier said than done uh much easier than it looks uh or much tougher than it looks just uh to the naked eye so i think it was a phenomenal play it ended up being the the game-winning uh start of the game-winning play dave played yeah I, I would have said that too uh so i'll say the austin wagner goal just because he gets such limited time and makes the most of his chances when he gets them uh, emphasize the limited. Yeah. yeah, and and just the fact that he's he showed his speed again, and that's that's what's going to keep him in this league is his speed. Uh, young player who brings it every night in the limited amount that he gets to play. I think him scoring that goal tonight was huge, and it kept the Kings in this game. Mm-hmm. So I say it's it's Austin Wagner's goal. I'm going with the goal too. Jack Player of the game, fifty one. Austin right. Wagner. Dave. Um. I'll also say Wagner. I thought he was really solid tonight, and glad to see him get the third star. All right, I, I'll go. I'll go against you guys then, and just say Jack Campbell because, right? Also deserves can't, can't go yeah. wrong. Yeah, I, I mean, I think yeah. the one thing they have 100%. in common, and and the one thing Kings fans should be really encouraged about is with all these conversations we have about ice time and who's getting it and why are they getting it. There are a handful of players on this team, whether it's Wagner, mm-hmm. Amadio, Brodzinski. Campbell, right? Guys who get limited opportunities, whether it's minutes or like in Campbell's case, it's games. And they come in and they shine in limited opportunities. They do the job. They don't yep. complain. They show up. Keep a smile on their face. And how great was it to see Jack Campbell back in the net tonight to start? Great. I mean, it's just yep. as soon as I announced it, I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. Yep. Like, yeah. you know, he's going to step up every single night. Yep. Yeah. So that's it for this game. I hope you enjoyed it, Kings fans. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Jack Jablonski, thanks for joining me. Good to be here. Dave Joseph, thanks for joining me. Thank you, Jesse. For Dave Joseph and Jack Jablonski, I am Jesse Cohen. Thanks for listening, Kings fans. We'll talk to you soon. I feel like I should end this with some sort of 80s phrase. What's the most 80s phrase you can think of? Totally tubular. Oh, yeah. Totally rad. (laughs) Radical. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.